0: Welcome to the PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show. From now until kickoff, Fred Hubner and Brian Handler talking Bears football. Listen live on ESPN 1000 and the new ESPN Chicago app presented by PointsBet Sportsbook. Also brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka, ComEd's Energy Efficiency Program, Marquee Sports Network, and CBDMD. Are you ready? Um, Yeah. Welcome to the PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN One Thousand.
1: Now the biggest question isn't, "Are we ready?" Brian is is Mitchell Trubisky ready? Has it been nine weeks already, Fred?
2: Has it been nine weeks? It doesn't seem that long, does it? No, it sure doesn't.
1: Yeah. I didn't know that we could put up with Nick Foles any longer, though. I mean, even, oh. if, he, even if he wasn't hurt. Um, now we get to see the return of Mitchell Trubisky as uh, the Bears take on the Green Bay Packers. We'll be here for the next two hours, taking up to 7 o'clock, kickoff right around 7.20. Um, our producer, Sean Davis, just checked the weather. It was it 33 and windy up there. Uh, it's like 46 here in Chicago, so it's actually not bad, but much colder up at Lambeau. But uh, no fans, so I would make—I would guess it's probably even colder, probably windier if the wind's blowing. Probably even worse with no fans in the stands.
2: Can you still smell the brats in oh, the I'm parking sure. lot? Are oh. they allowed to be in the parking lot? Uh, probably not. But there's what a, I always lo- loved about going to Lambeau is you park on some guy's front lawn for like 20 bucks, yeah, sure. and tell him you'll—you'll you'll be a couple hours after the game when you're covering the game. And uh, you know, he said, "Sure, you know, you can use my restroom before you hop in the car and go back to Chicago." So they're very friendly.
1: Yeah. Anyway, well, yeah, they're usually really friendly because they've just beaten the Bears.
2: Well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> See that they're always in a good mood. They're yeah. pretty confident before the game, and usually that confidence is well merited.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at some of the stuff in the paper. You want to jump in, talk Bears Packers? We got a lot to discuss. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Uh, J.D., Jeff Dickerson will join us right around 6. Rob Domofsky of ESPN NFL Nation follows the Packers. He'll jump on around 6.30. We'll also do a bunch of other things. We also have a chance for you to win a uh, $200 uh, prize from PointsBet, the PointsBet uh, pregame contest. You get a $200 game day package, $100 in um, on-site wagers, actually $100 in uh, wagers for horse racing through the um, – Club Hawthorne mobile app, and also $100. I'm a proud member. That's yes. terrific. Yeah. Yes, oh, my. It's great. And uh, what, and it's even better now that I realize that they don't just give you the numbers. You can hit an extra button, and they give you the names of the horses, too. It took me forever to figure <laughs> out that that button was there. But now that it's there and I realize that, it makes even more sense. Why was I betting on molasses? Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah, I didn't know the name. Yeah. yeah, and now you also get a $100 in on-site wagers for the points bet sportsbook app. Oh,
2: that's so, got three-team parlay written all over it.
1: Yeah. Well, I $100 had $100
2: three-team parlay.
1: Yeah. I had one of those earlier today. And, uh, the Vikings didn't, let's see. Who didn't help me today? Oh, Cleveland didn't help me. Who knew? Who knew the Mike Lennon be able to throw a touchdown pass late in the contest and cut a, uh, an eight-point lead down to a two-point lead and then miss the, uh, the bad throw in the uh, two-point conversion? But, uh, yeah. Yeah. For, the
2: Browns didn't help Dave Caldwell either.
1: No, no, apparently not. Apparently not, and uh, so, yeah, Caldwell is gone as general manager of Jacksonville, and just a couple of stats, because there's a lot of people out there that are probably, you know, hopefully they're listening to us, and they've turned down the sound from Kansas City and um, um, Tampa Bay, but Tyreek Hill in the first quarter had seven catches for 203 yards and two touchdowns, Patrick Mahomes at the half, his number's... He had 359 passing yards at the half. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh it said the most of the Chiefs have reported the most of any Chiefs quarterback wow. since 91. Well, I would think that's the most from most quarterbacks since uh, 91. But uh, we, have, we have Mitchell Trubisky taking over for the bears and we'll find out from jd hopefully we'll know a little bit more an hour from now what the offensive line is going to look like because that's been one of the problems for nick Foles. he would probably tell you um that that's been one of the problems and um right now we have to wait and see if charles leno is going to be able to go because he's having a problem if he can't go jason spriggs will go at the tackle position and um that could be uh, more of a disaster for the Bears in their offensive line.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, the last place, uh, last in the league running game of the Chicago Bears Can it get any worse no matter who's in front. Um, and I really, I think you're going to have to run the ball today, tonight rather, at sure. Lambeau, because the, the Packers do allow the run, um, especially in their dime defense. They're allowing, I think, five-plus yards per carry on first and second downs when they're in that dime defense so uh, look I mean how much faith or confidence do you have in a in last in the league running game with who knows who carrying the ball but that's exactly what the Colts did last week they ran the ball and came back from a deficit a big time deficit to win that game so they didn't panic second half they came out running the ball stayed committed to it and eventually it paid dividends so you know, as, as horrific as the Bears' running game is, you're going to have to lean on it, and probably going to have to lean on it early, and not give up on it. You know, look, if you get down a couple touchdowns, it's a different story, and and usually that's what happens when you're up in Lambeau. Well, here's the here's the big thing too, and, and you
1: know, someone should have asked Nagy because he said it last year. He did say it last year. Did you happen to watch a
3: Colts game yesterday?
1: Yeah. And now if you watch the Colts game last week, like you were just talking about, mm-hmm. the Packers were up 28-14 at the break and the Colts came out and on their first possession, they ran the ball eight times, kicked a field goal. Now That's not correct. only, not only did that help them get back in the game, they stopped the Packers on back to back. Uh, possessions. It was two back to back three and outs for Green Bay. So they got right back into the game. But I was so happy because for decades I've been yelling. People say, well you're down two touchdowns, you got to pass the ball. No, no. not really. You got to score no. a touchdown, make a stop, score another touchdown. Game's tied. You don't have to throw the ball. And when you're going up against Aaron Rodgers, you want to keep the ball out of his hands. The best way to do that is to keep, keep them off the field. Yes. Yeah. And exactly. it's I know it's it's like football one oh one And I understand it's not as easy as we're trying to make it, but that's the job of an NFL head coach is to make it as easy as possible uh, for his team and as difficult as possible for the other team, and they have not been
2: doing that. It could be worse, you know, whether this is Mitch Trubisky 2.0 or the original Mitch Trubisky that got benched nine weeks ago. Right. uh, It could be you could have Kendall Hinton uh, calling plays, you know, taking snaps for I can't believe that. The uh, last stat I saw, he was one for nine with two interceptions. Right. The, I mean, I know you have to throw the ball eventually uh, to the Saints uh, when the Saints are up by seventeen points. But um, I, I, why the league even allowed that game to be played? Did they just assume that Denver was going to lose no matter? So they had to get it off. They have to get that one off the schedule. But when when you're down to a wide receiver who played quarterback in high school and college. And you give them a day to prepare. That's what you're going to get. That's a that's a great product, isn't
1: it? Yeah, and it's really embarrassing. But the one thing the NFL has actually taken pride in throughout this whole thing with the um, with COVID is they have not canceled any games. They've moved a few, but they haven't canceled any. Um, so I mean, even like this, the Ravens, and you know, now there's been a lot of talk about adding an 18th week and all that stuff. Right. I think that's. Crazy because there are teams out there that have followed the rules, not had uh, many COVID problems, and been able to play their games as scheduled. Um, you know, but now this—you know—the Ravens that game got moved from Thanksgiving to today. Now it's all it's going to be played. Was it, it Tuesday, and then then they're playing their Thursday game on Monday? I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, for yeah, football so fans, weeks, it's nice.
2: Bye weeks are going. You know, right. a couple teams, including uh, Pittsburgh, is not going to have a bye week now. And and look. Uh, that the league is serious in terms of money, and, and they're you know New England lost a draft what seventh round pick, yeah, and uh the coaches have been fined two hundred fifty thousand. Or, or the first offense was two fifty. Now it's five hundred thousand. New Orleans and New England and a seventh round pick for the Patriots for being uh, multiple uh, offenders, repeat offenders, and then the Forty ers Now how about this? Santa Clara County at midnight tonight says. Uh, you know, no contact sports yeah. Within within, and teams coming or anyone coming in from 150 miles have to quarantine. So they they might end up playing the balance of their games in uh, Arizona. Their home yeah. games will be down at the Cardinal Stadium.
1: Yeah, Santa Clara County says they've banned all contact sports from holding games and practices for three weeks. So they won't even be able to practice uh, at their facility. So they're going to have to be away from their families somewhere to practice probably for the next five weeks running down to the end of the season. As they're getting people back, they're actually beating the Rams right now. So we'll take some calls, talk Bears and Packers. We got some sound to hear from Mitchell Trubisky after he got named starter, Matt Nagy, with his announcement, talking about, well, is it going to be for the rest of the year? And I know it's a question the media has to ask, but there's no way in hell anybody can answer that question. I mean, if he goes out and plays miserable and Foles is, is healthy, you play Foles again. And I would think it would be a week-to-week thing, but that's well, not exactly we have a, what Nagy said. we have said. a Twitter
2: poll that addresses that, too.
1: Yes, yes, we do. We do have the Twitter poll uh, that are up. You know, I don't have them in front of me, so if you can talk about them, that well, would make more sense.
2: I, I do believe that uh, one we talked about earlier in the day, um, will Mitch Trubisky be the Bears' starting quarterback for one game um, until Nick Foles gets healthy or c uh the remainder of the season or d hold your ears four more years <laughs> I mean, if he goes out a roll here in six uh six yeah. regular season games and they you know get to the playoffs which is a 50 50 at best right now when they had an 83 percent chance to be a, a probability of being a playoff team when they're five and one um who knows stranger things so i mean uh, isn't ryan pace hoping against all hope that that happens Probably probably but he's he's you know right now I
1: think he's probably hoping that they win so that he keeps his job because who knows what's going to happen with that <laughs> I don't think
2: the, have the Bears ever fired a GM in in season at the same time or yeah. at the
1: same time as, as a head coach usually they yeah. they flip-flop it all but if you look at it the Bears have six games remaining they bookend with the Packers tonight and the last game of the year to be honest you look at it they can win them the four in the middle it's Detroit Houston at Minnesota and at Jacksonville
2: they probably have to beat, yeah, they have to win one of the Green Bay games probably and, and then beat the teams you're supposed to beat and beat Minnesota in order to ensure a, a playoff, uh, both, yeah. I believe. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: Houston won on, th- on Thanksgiving, but other than that, Houston has not been a team that wins games. They'll put up points, which is a problem for anybody that the Bears play because the Bears can't do that. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Bears and Packers, we're going out to Denver and Dre. Dre, what's happening?
4: Hey, Fred, um, how you doing, buddy? Doing well. Going? Doing well. Good, good. Hey, uh, thank, uh, good show so far, guys, but, you know, I'm so ready for the Bears to get blown out tonight. I hope it's a national <laughs> embarrassment. Um, only thing, I look at this game, I just see, 1992, the Packers have had two quarterbacks. Uh, the Bears have had, like, over 30. <laughs> yeah, as you right. look at the list, I don't have confidence in this team. I, uh... Waddle and Sylvie has been on a roll about the whole situation. I don't trust Ryan Pace even to right the ship. And when they go in at halftime, this was amazing to me, they don't score in the third quarter, so they get worse as a team. So they don't they don't make adjustments like you were talking about Indianapolis last right. week. Uh they came back. Uh the Bears get worse. So you know, it's crazy. So um let yeah, me, I'm Dre, just hoping it's a blowout. Dre, oh, go ahead. Go Dre, it let
1: me ask you, Dre. If it is a blowout, what do you think a blowout's going um, to accomplish? What are you looking for to accomplish? Just
4: okay. some more, just some more embarrassment. I don't think it's going to be any like. Uh, I don't think it's going to be any movement like. Um, um, what's the teams just fired uh, like yeah. Detroit or yeah, yeah, or, yeah,
0: Jacksonville. Or, uh, or
4: Jacksonville today? I don't think anything's going to happen. But I just. I mean, it's like, it's like, Fred, I'm just finally uh, breaking away from Stockholm syndrome with the Bears. You know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, they're not going to hold me captive anymore. I'm just done. You know, I don't have any confidence in them at all.
1: There you go. Dre, we appreciate the call. Right, Thanks. Buddy. Thanks, Dre. 312 332 3776. And yeah, they, um, it's there's so many numbers and so many bad stats and things like this. I'm I'm looking at the papers today. Got I was cutting and pasting and doing all this stuff and I'm looking here now. Nobody in the Tribune. They have three people pick and none of them picked the Bears to win. No, they all had them. Actually, though, uh, two of the three had him covering the spread. Yeah. So and the spread. And we'll talk a lot about it because we are brought to you by PointsBet Sportsbook. Um, yesterday, when I was sitting here with Mark Zander, the spread was 9.5. The Bears were getting 9.5. Today, it's 8. They It's, it's, fall, it's moved a, a point and a half. So that's interesting to me. Um, I guess there were a lot of Bears fans. And you try to explain it to people that don't understand sometimes gambling. The gamblers don't put the line out there saying this is how many points a team is going to win by. They put the line out there to say... To even the money. Right. They're trying to get even money on both sides. So they get 10%. Right. There was too much money coming in on the Bears getting 9.5, so they changed and made it 8. And now maybe um, Bears fans or people that were going to take the 9.5 or... You know, going to second guess it. But um, we'll have our Tito's tip of the day. We'll hear from uh, Teddy Greenstein from Points Bet Sportsbook. He'll let us know how things are looking uh, as people are betting the game tonight for the Bears and the Packers. 312 332 3776. Brian Hanley, Fred Hubner, we're with you till 7. Jump on in, talk some Bears
0: and Packers here on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports, talking Bears football. Back with more Bears insights after a timeout.
2: ESPN 1000.
0: We're heading to kickoff on the PointsBet Bet Sportsbook pregame show. Bears talk continues right after the game. Join us for the Bears postgame show with Jeff Meller and Howard Griffith. And Bears Monday begins at 7 a.m. with a new morning show, Cap and J Hood. This is ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Hasselbeck is the holder. Davis is the center. That way you make friends with those two guys at least. And the kick is blocked, and what do you think about it? Unbelievable. Unbelievable is right. Look at Chris Bonio.
4: He knows that he missed. You saw him just saying thank you. And that's why I'm not second-guessing
0: now, but that's why you take a shot at the end zone before you go for that, because... As you know, nothing
1: is automatic. Oh, Pat Summerall had his better days than that. Than that. I didn't know what the hell happened. No, it's good that it was on TV, but that was Brian Robinson blocking a field goal, right? Blocking a field goal back in November eighth, nineteen 1999, the Bears-Packers rivalry. And, uh, yeah, Hasselbeck was quarterbacking and holding and things like that. So, yeah, it was um, – well, actually, he was probably just holding. There's no way he was quarterbacking. He he, he didn't have to very often.
2: And Caller Dre referenced it. Um, Brad Biggs uh, used to keep, maybe still does, the running total of Bear quarterback changes and names of quarterbacks uh, that uh, have put on the Bears uniform through all the years where Brett Favre and now Aaron Rodgers have been quarterbacking for Green Bay. And it was mid-30s. Maybe Nick Foles might put it over 35 at this point. And with Mitch Trubisky coming back in, that would count as yet another change. And we could go through the wonderful list of names of guys who, uh, you know, (laughs) barely in the league, you know, started a game or two for the Bears. Uh, Henry Burris, you know, the the, oh my uh, god, yeah, Uh,
1: Chad Hutchison.
2: Oh, the list goes on and on. on.
1: Steve Stenstrom.
2: They're all oh. over the place.
1: Yeah, there's so many guys. Uh, but, you know, we could go over that list, but in the uh, legendary words of uh, Jim Shorts, uh, show's over at 7. So oh, I, don't I-, think, I don't think we have nearly enough time to go over all of those guys. We'll get to the phones in a second. 312-332-3776. Don't forget PointsBet Sportsbook, the fast and easy way to bet. And uh, download the PointsBet app. Do it today. Um the Bears offense, you alluded to this in the first segment, Bears offense ranks 31st in the NFL in yards, 32nd in rushing. That would be last. 25th in passing, 32nd in third down efficiency. Again, last. 31st in scoring, 19.1 points per game. And... <laughs> On top of that, they're coming off their worst performance of the season. 149 yards against the Vikings.
2: And uh, I believe they're 0-2 after a bye week under Matt Nagy.
1: Yes, they are. They lost uh, 31-28 to the Dolphins in overtime in 2018, and they lost 36-25 to the Saints last season. So, you know, everything's working against them. Plus, they're playing the Packers. Plus, the Packers are coming off a loss. It's at Lambeau. Packers want to hold on. They A win would make them 8-3. Um, so, yeah, it's it's uh, not a great spot for Mitchell Trubisky. So we'll see what he's made of. I, I'd like to see him. I'd love to see him go out out there and have a nice game. Just not make mistakes. Do what he can do. He's going to get sacked a few times because of the offensive line. I know they're going to try and run the ball. At least we hope they're trying to. We hope Bill Lazor will uh, you know go a little bit easy on Mitch Trubisky and try to run the ball a little bit. You have Montgomery, who's going to be, there and you can still use you know Lamar Miller he's there you have him in uniform i mean well, why not use you, him
2: you mentioned Bill Lazor and i know a lot of uh, football coaches believe teams make their biggest improvement of a season between games 1 and 2 i wonder if that also goes for play callers because it's got to be a lot better than it was in in his first game with the bears as yeah, a play caller you're right so yeah, we'll, well see we'll the first quarter wasn't bad, but after
1: that everything kinda of went downhill. It's like okay, yeah. he used some mm-hmm. of his things and then second quarter, third quarter after that it got much worse. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We had the Lagrange and it's Justin. Justin, what's going on?
3: Hey everybody, how's it going?
1: Going well.
4: Uh, uh, I'm excited for today's game or tonight's game I should say, and let me uh, explain why. Two reasons. One, every former athlete knows when you get benched or when you've been out of competition for a while it's one thing that's been on your mind for the whole time. is how good you're going to be, how great you're going to be when you get back. And I'm ready to see if Trubisky's going to be that person that got drafted number two or if he's going to be that person that, you know, got benched. And the second reason I'm excited for today is I've been working real hard on my diet all throughout the week. The Bears games are the only day I use it as a cheat day, and I eat a chicken wing for every point allowed scored in the game, no matter which team. Bears can't score in. they got a good defense, so I figure, you know, It'll work itself out. Uncle Remus, always (laughs) a spot. But uh, hopefully today, you know, they they make me feel a little bad about uh, gaining a little calories and everything. That's the plan, you know?
1: Well, that's tough after Thanksgiving and everything, too. It's probably going to be a tough couple days if they score some
2: points. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the plan. That's the dream, too. Sounds good, Justin. Good luck. You see, uh, Fred, you see what the over-under for Bears points are tonight?
1: No. I know the game is 44.5. 44 and a half
2: right yeah. and uh, you mentioned that uh, they are 31st or what 19.1 points per game right right exactly so, so tonight against uh Packer's defense that allows points over under 17 is it really 17
1: well I may have to go to points bet what the heck yeah yeah make some wagers we'll look at some of those we'll also hear from uh Teddy Greenstein from uh points bet sportsbook and it's it's the COVID has changed a lot of things because they had the sports book open at Hawthorne Racecourse for a while, but they've had to close it for a while uh, because of everything else that's going on right now. I was talking with uh, Jim Miller, uh, going back and forth with him, and I can't wait to get, get out there uh, because after today, I'm pretty sure, let me look, the, the Bears have five, their last five games are all noon Sunday starts. So we can do the pregame show from ten until twelve. I can uh, hit, hightail it home, and on my way home, stop right there at Hawthorne because it's right there. So hopefully somewhere and along the line, pick up some chicken local. wings. Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's not a bad idea either. <laughs> and it's funny too because I know I like boneless, which I know technically are not wings. Right. I just tenders. don't like it. Right. I just don't like getting my hands dirty. Um, I'm sorry.
2: Really? Yeah. You got, yeah sometimes you got to get them dirty.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not good at I'm not good at picking all the all the meat off the bone. Just not good at it. I don't know what it is. No. Well, one guy that's really good is the guy that the Bears are going to have to go against today. And I'm not talking Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking Devontae Adams. Oh, boy. 68 catches in 840 or 847 yards, 10 touchdowns in eight games this year. He's averaging in that NFL best 105.9 yards per game. Now, the Bears cornerbacks. Everybody likes the Bears cornerbacks. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking at um, Sports Weekly this week from the USA Today, and it's got here Kyle Fuller, eight pass breakups. That's good. Seven penalties, including four pass interference calls. Not so good. No, something to keep in mind because um, Rodgers gets quite a few, um, you know, pass interference calls. Rookie Jalen Johnson leads the Bears in pass breakups, but. 13. Right. He's a rookie. So you know that they're going to go after him also. And Devontae Adams will be on his side, I'm sure, at times. And one thing we've seen over the last couple of games, I kind of liked earlier in the year the way Buster Screen tackled people. The problem is Buster Screen has not been able to cover anybody the last two weeks. He's gotten beat consistently. They put a good receiver in the slot against Buster Screen because he's a slot cover, and it's been brutal. And hopefully uh, Chuck Pagano can make something happen, but... Listen to this. Chuck Pagano was talking about Aaron Rodgers on Thursday, I think this was. And when I listened to this, at the very end of the cut, it's about a minute long, at the very end of the cut, he's asking them basically to cancel the game or just move it. Listen to this. This is, this is the Bears' defensive coordinator talking about Aaron Rodgers. He's sitting there just got one, you know, his ear. He's listening to play or whatever's coming
4: in, but he's watching our sideline. And as soon as you try to get a, a, a different personnel group in, you know, it depend, no matter where it's at, we gave up that touchdown to Jimmy Graham in the first game last year because we had a sub error, and that was on me because I was late and I thought I could get one in, especially down in the low red. You can't do it. You you cannot do it because he's just looking at you, and as soon as he sees you start, he runs to the line of scrimmage, he gets on the center, he snaps the ball, he catches you, and he gets these free plays. So he's got more free play yards than anybody in the history of football and, and more touchdowns and, and whatever, and they got a set play. And so – we, I mean, he's just—he's—he's he's, he's just masterful at it. He's Picasso. He's whoever. He's Michelangelo—the foot of the quarterback play. I mean, this guy—I I don't I move the game. COVID. I—I I don't even want to go up there. Listen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, I mean, that's the defensive coordinator in charge of yeah. and
1: Aaron Rodgers.
2: I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, everything you said is accurate. I know. I think the last part, hopefully, it was tongue in cheek. Can- cancel the game, COVID.
1: Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. The, the one thing, though, uh, you know, and everything is true, but when you think about it, you you know that he catches teams, but the way that. Pagano mentioned it. He said he's looking at our sideline and as soon as he sees something, yeah, he'll call it, he'll snap it, he'll do whatever. And how many times have you seen Rodgers get mad at the referees cuz they blow the whistle and he's going, "No, it's a free play. I get a free play. Don't don't go blowing the whistle yet." And you know, he catches people all the time, he gets first downs. I I pretty much would guarantee you he'll get one or two first downs by drawing the Bears offside today. He does oh, it all the time. He's so good. There's no better quarterback in the NFL. And that's what the Bears have to face when they're trying to snap their four game losing streak. So 312 332 3776. Brian Hanley, Fred Huebner. Now's a good time if you would like to call in because if you're the 10th caller, you win the points bet pregame contest. A two hundred dollars game day package, one hundred dollars in on site wagers on the mobile Club Hawthorne app, and also one hundred dollars in on site wa- or in wagers on the points bet sports app just be the 10th caller real simple 312 must be 21 or older must be a resident of illinois um and we'll do it throughout all the pre-games the rest of the season so 10th caller at 312 you get the 200 hundred dollar game day package we come back we'll hear from mitchell trubisky he's the starting quarterback for your chicago bears we'll do that we come back after this on
0: espn 1000 this is the PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show with Fred Huebner and Brian Hanley on the new ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. We're heading to kickoff on the PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app.
1: Congrats to Tom Hules. He wins the uh, Points Bet pregame contest, $200 game day package with $100 in wagers for Club Hawthorne's mobile site. And also $100 in wagers for the uh, Points Bet Sportsbook site. We'll do this each and every pregame the rest of the year. We've got five more to go, and they'll all be be 10 to noon starts. 10 to noon shows from uh, starting next week on December 6th as the Bears get to take on Detroit. You would think that would be a good thing, right?
2: Well, and I wonder if Bears fans today are, are – this will sound funny. You're never envious of being a Lions fan, right? Yeah. But they will have a clean slate, right? So here, the GM's fired because he picked the, the wrong coach because they were buddies and he fired Jim Caldwell who had gone to the playoffs a couple of times, couldn't get it done in the postseason. So they're out, but they do have Matt, Matthew Stafford. So yeah. they know who their quarterback is moving forward. Whatever you think of Matthew Stafford, he's a legitimate NFL quarterback, not a Hall of Famer, not Aaron Rodgers, getting paid like uh, an all-star or all-pro quarterback. But anyway, the defense obviously has to be fixed. So does ownership ever get it right in Detroit? Because I guess we can answer or ask that question here in Chicago. Most times ownership doesn't get it right. Yeah, I know, you know, you go back to 85 and we can all – be happy about a Super Bowl, right? But they're on quite a roll with GMs and coaches, and never getting quarterback right. So, just because you have a clean slate doesn't mean you're going to get it right the next time around. But this five and one team is now five and five, and very well could be on the outside looking into the playoffs. As we said, they had an 83 percent probability of being a playoff team when they are five and one. You know, will anyone wouldn't be held accountable? For that, if this season continues on the way it's been trending. Yeah. You know, that's the question. Sure. That's a huge question. And also, we have that up
1: as a poll. Which team would you rather be a fan of today, the Bears or the Lions? Real simple. Uh, the other poll we had was Mitchell Trubisky will be the Bears starting quarterback for one more game until Foles returns, rest of the season, or four more years. We'll take a look in a little bit at how those are going on the poll questions. Um, But you can get those on Twitter at ESPN1000. Mitchell Trubisky getting the start. Now, he was pulled in the second half of the game against Atlanta. Now, the numbers, I saw someone post this the other day. I repeated it and people jumped on me because technically there are two quarterbacks in the NFL that have unbeaten records as a starting quarterback this year. And that's uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Because the Steelers are unbeaten, and Mitchell Trubisky, because even though they um, he was pulled in that Atlanta game, they came back to to win. So mm-hmm. he was a starter in the game. So he's three and zero. Trubisky actually talked the other day on Friday when it was he became official about his feelings when he was initially taken down as a starting quarterback.
3: I think uh, more than anything, I was caught off guard. Um, I think in the beginning of the season, I was just starting to build some momentum, um, and then it it kind of felt like a blindside and. Um, then I just had to embrace a new role and in the first couple of days. It, it sucks being in that role, but, um, I, I was trying to just continue to keep perspective and think long-term. And, um, uh, I want to, I want to play in this league a long time. And if I want to do that, there's things I just need to continue to get better at. And, uh, and at that point I just changed my mindset to embrace practice. Um, I was doing my job in the scout team, just trying to give a defense, a good look, taking a lot of pride into that and preparing them for the weeks and, Defense has been playing really, really well. And uh, I felt like I was a part of that, being on scout team and, and just leading those guys on the scout team and giving them good looks. Um, and, and I did feel during those weeks I, I got better as a player, just testing different throws, leading the offense, and, and and seeing a lot of good looks from our defense and going against them. So um, it was tough. It, it was an adjustment, but I was always hopeful for another opportunity. The one thing about Trubisky, I think that
1: everybody, even people that hate the way he plays, he, he, he's, he's trying. He's trying. He's yeah. not out there. He's not screwing up on purpose. He's not really making stupid decisions most of the time. He's just not, I don't know, physically being able to perform some of the things he's trying to do. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of people, myself included, that for the last year and a half, two years have questioned the play calling from Matt Nagy and now Bill Lazor taking over. But you, you hear him and you'd love to see him succeed. And Earlier this week, Brian, there were a lot of people here on the station, several people, several of the hosts were talking about how if they were Trubisky they would not want to come back um, because he could look worse. In my opinion, he couldn't look worse than he's looked before.
2: Right. From here he's, on out,
1: it'll only, be, it'll only be good, you would think.
2: Look, to your point, he's an earnest kid he, and he's still a kid. I mean, still sure. relatively, I mean, still under the rookie contract. Yep. Um, you, you root for a guy like that who now look, Matt Nagy said going into the last offseason, he had to be better prepared and had to really immerse himself that much more into the playbook, which you don't like to hear after three seasons. Okay. I mean, you think that goes unsaid the stupid decision was Ryan pace to go to a <laughs> basketball school Yeah, to select a guy, move up and give up draft collateral and everything else to move up one spot because you're hearing imaginary footsteps that two or three teams are going to grab your guy, Mitch Trubisky, which wasn't the case. And, and you go back to Peter King, being in the in the office in San Francisco and John Lynch saying keep Chicago on the phone, you know what? What do you think they're doing? But let's keep them on the phone because we want to make this deal. You know, Mitch Trubisky had what thirteen starts at North Carolina. Yeah, couldn't even be the starter there. You know, was playing and 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 so you had to have this guy. So now you have this guy and you're attached to the hip if you're Ryan Pace with Mitch Trubisky. Now, what he just said there though was he's been testing different throws as uh, you know he, he also spoke about didn't hear necessarily in that clip that you know you're pretty much on the pay no mind list when you're the backup quarterback yes. Right, you can pretty much do what you want during practice when you're not running the scout team if, if you are just throwing the receivers so he starts experimenting with some throws that would would not be allowed when you're taking first string snaps and everything is by the book and and pretty much you know scripted for you so well we'll see what that really translates to if anything tonight. We'll see if there's a different Mitch Trubisky. I guess Fred my question is where's his confidence? Does he go out there playing as if he has nothing to lose? Right. Or does he go out there thinking this is my last shot to as he say you know says I want to play in this league for a long time. Didn't say I'm going to be a starting quarterback in this league for a long time, but obviously, you know that that would be his dream to to rehabilitate himself to the point where yeah, someone will give him a shot to at least compete for a job
1: yeah there's no doubt that he, if in fact he doesn't you know if he doesn't do anything in these next couple of games he will still play in this league for a while because listen to this
2: see Mike Lennon
1: yeah well these are week 12 starting quarterbacks in the league okay Mitchell trubisky we know Ryan Fitzpatrick has some good games um you look at it you have Robert Griffin III, who's going to start for Baltimore, Taysom Hill, Nick Mullins, Kendall Hinton, the receiver that came off the practice, you know, the practice squad, Brandon Allen, and Mike Lennon. I mean, those were starting, you know, week 12 starting quarterbacks. So Mitchell Trubisky looks, to be honest with you, can be better than a lot of these guys. And some team will give him an opportunity, and, um, you know, he will probably will be in this league. I've always thought, I talked about this yesterday with Mark Zander on our show, and I always thought that backup quarterback, years ago, backup goalie in hockey, um, the um, 25th man on a baseball roster, those mm-hmm. were the best jobs. You didn't play all the time. You got paid pretty good money. You didn't really get worried about getting injured or hurt. You know, the, even the 12th guy on in in an NBA roster. Okay, you're there. You're the 12th man. You come in, you play a couple minutes here and there. You know, you get paid pretty well. You do all the nice traveling. You stay in the fancy rest- the hotels. You eat at nice restaurants. Those were the best jobs to have because you didn't have a lot of pressure on it. Look at Chase Daniel. He leaves here, goes to Detroit, and makes more money. I mean, well,
2: as a backup. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, see, see what Bob Quinn was doing there, too. Um, <laughs> you know, look, the fact that the Bears didn't pick up his fifth-year option on right. the rookie contract, told you the handwriting was on the wall. Yeah. Still, a lot of people still shocked that Matt Nagy pulled the trigger as quickly as he did in that Atlanta game nine weeks ago. As we were, you know, wondering out loud how long it's been. But the fact of the matter is, the guys in his draft class are cashing in the huge lotto tickets, right? You know, you, you look at Patrick Mahomes. You know, everyone's All American MVP and and the money he just signed for. So. Mitch Trubisky will get an opportunity. I don't think there's another Ryan Pace out there that's going to give him the eighteen to twenty million that you get see Nick no, Foles get after no. losing his job in Jacksonville.
1: No, that's not going to happen. There's no doubt. Uh, PointsBet sports Sportsbook, the fast and easy way to bet on the sports you care about. Download the PointsBet app. Do it now. Get $100 in free bets when you deposit $20 with code ESPN. JD's going to join us. Jeff Dickerson at 6 o'clock at 6.30. Rob Domofsky, longtime guy that followed the uh, Green Bay Packers. He works with ESPN NFL Nation. We will hear from him around 6.30. Also, we'll hear from Teddy Greenstein from PointsBet Sportsbook. We come back, we'll have our Tito's tip of the game as the Bears and Packers get ready to go at it. A 7.20 kick at Lambeau Field. Jump on in. 312 Two three three two three seven
0: seven six. here on
1: ESPN 1000.
0: More, more, more coming up on the Points Bet Sportsbook Pregame Show. This is Chicago's home for sports.
2: ESPN 1000.
0: The Double H Attack is back. Huebner. Come on, turn Hanley. Up. Hanley. <laughs> this is ah, the Points Bet Sportsbook Pregame Show on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app.
1: rivalry in football. 201st meeting between these two teams. And, uh, yeah, it hasn't been very good. There was a stretch there, Brian. I think it was in the 70s where um, the Packers
2: sucked. They were awful. Oh, yeah. John (laughs) (laughs) Hadle was quarterback. Oh, (laughs) Oh, my God. There were all
1: kinds of bad guys out there. And um, the Bears were able to take advantage. And then, obviously, during the Bears, you know, the 80s when uh, they were knocking around Forrest Gregg and then the the Packers were cheap-shotting the Bears, you know, throwing... um, Was it Charles Martin, right? Throwing um, Man to the turf.
2: Pile driving. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Picked him up and just put his head right down and started, you know, see if he could hit oil. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you tried. So, the Tito, I got a couple things here for the Tito's tip of the day. If you, or tip of the game, if you've got one, you can, you can jump on in. They're brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka, America's original craft vodka. You may be, it's a nice, it's a Sunday night. So, the odds are, if the game gets out of hand, you can make yourself a Tito's or two and, um, you know, be safe because you're sitting at home watching the game. But, It'd be real easy to give you something like a Devontae Adams check, you know, for longest reception because the odds are he's going to get a pretty good one. I'm looking here at the Points Bet Sportsbook, and it's got Devontae Adams for 30 to 39-yard reception plus 340. Um, But Alan Lazard is a guy that the Bears may miss. They may, you know, maybe he goes into the slot and Buster Screen's covering him. So (laughs) you got Alan Lazard at 30 to 39-yard reception, a reception between that – Plus 490. That's not bad. He's When he's healthy, Fav. I'm Favre. Rodgers loves throwing to him. Yeah, I, I've, got, I've got Green Bay Packer quarterbacks on my mind.
2: That's Aaron Rodgers who has 11 passes of 40 or more yards this year. Okay? I mean, yeah. you talk about stretching the defense and going downfield. 29 TD passes. A second to Russell Wilson who has 30. Right.
1: Right, and one other one that I'd like to give out and again, this is just me. Um Mitchell Trubisky's plus 500 to score a touchdown. Um hmm. if they get close to the goal line, you know there's nothing more he would love to do than to get in the end zone and spike the ball just for his own for his own self-confidence, you know what I mean? See,
2: but but given the fact that he injured his throwing shoulder on the one running play that he had. Yeah. And then so can the and, and not knowing how long Nick Foles is going to be out can the Bears even afford to call a sneak and give him that opportunity? Because I, I don't think he can. I, yeah. I think you have to you have to keep him out of harm's way as much as you can just because you, you need him unless you, you know, you need him either way. If Nick Foles is back and you deem him, Nick Foles, better than Mitch Trubisky, you know, as far as guys showing up, and I, I don't know if there's a, a prop bet for Robert Quinn, you know, I learned something this week. Robert Quinn and I have something in common, and I didn't know that we did, but we're both clueless as to why he's been a ghost this year. <laughs> Is he, he? He's an affable guy. And yeah. A boy, sure. Nothing, sure, the numbers aren't there. No, the numbers aren't just not there. You're not there on my TV screen. Yeah. So he needs to get to Aaron Rodgers and, and make it, you know, $70 million man here. You got to find a way. To get Aaron Rodgers to throw an interception or two or lose a fumble, he's only lost two of them this season. He only has four interceptions. At the very least, you have to make him uncomfortable if you can't actually affect a turnover. So, uh, you know, it, it could 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 you have Robert Quinn? Could you get a three-two-three three sack game? Is that possible? But he was chagrined. He kept saying, "Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it is. It's just not working." Well, yeah. you know, it's time. It better start working.
1: Well, one of the things that I was really disgusted at is Cole, Cole Komet has no seven more. catches this year. He has the same number of catches as Ryan Nall. And Ryan Pace, you know, you just mentioned Quinn. So if Pace's drafting is bad enough, okay, he, they, you get Cole Komet, that he's not used. Um, you draft two defensive guys in your draft, and they've played a total of 14 snaps on the defensive side of the ball. Okay, while other people are doing a lot, I mean, you had an offensive lineman you drafted in the sixth or seventh round. He's playing because of injuries, so that that's fine. But Ryan Null is plus two thousand to score a touchdown. Cool. Now I can see the little a little swing pass to Ryan Nall and he goes into the end zone from the two yard line because they would use him instead of using uh, Cole Komet or maybe they'll throw to Allen Robinson since one of Robinson's agents was complaining <laughs> during the Vikings game on Twitter. Why don't you throw the ball to Robinson in the in the red zone? You know maybe they'll do that this week, but um, I don't know if that would necessarily be a good thing. So
2: yeah, look, you know, it, it, you just wonder where where the offense is going to come from. Yeah, and if the, the defense can, you know, the Vikings game we talked about earlier in the day, uh, the defense s- stripped Kirk Cousins at his own seven. Well, it was a ten yard sack, and he fumbled, and they ran it into the end zone right after halftime. On the ensuing kick, uh, the Vikings fumble yet again, and it's run right into the end zone. So I, I, I don't know. If you know how many points the defense has to account for yet again to to get over that over under of seventeen,
1: you know who that guy was. It was Jeremy Chin, the kid from Southern Illinois, I think it was. He, wow, yeah, and he got on consecutive plays from scrimmage, I think, because I think it was right after that. I think on consecutive plays from scrimmage, he scored touchdowns. And there's probably hasn't been a defensive guy, the same player, to score back to back plays on you know on uh, consecutive plays from scrimmage. It was pretty darn amazing. When he's one of the guys that was a high draft pick. He was a guy that was was talked about. I'm not sure high draft pick, but a guy that was talked about. And uh, I know that uh, you know many people had talked about him. It's nice to see a, a kid from Southern. I know. Sure. Sylvie, Sylvie was puffy chested. I'm sure. Yeah. And sure, anytime you Saluki, Sylvie, Saluki
2: right. Nation was happy. Yeah. Right.
1: Anytime you can see that, that's a good thing. Um, Trubisky against the Packers. He is. Uh, this will be his sixth game against Green Bay. He is uh, one in four. Okay, He did have a wonderful game on December 16th of 2018 when he went 20 for 28, 235, two touchdowns and a 120.4 quarterback rating. But the other quarterback rating, 64 five, sixty 62-1, 77-2, and 97, actually, in uh, t- his very first one in 2017, uh, four losses, one victory. Um, the most recent one was last December. They lose 21-13. He threw... F- <laughs> last year... Okay, I didn't know this until I just looked at it now. Last year, he was 55 for 98 in the two games. Mm-hmm. He threw 98 passes for 562 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions.
2: Well, and not only that, and again, the bigger question is, is it the quarterback? Is it the personnel? Is it Matt Nagy's offense? Um, Trubisky against Green Bay – Five touchdowns, 45 possessions. Yeah. One one of every nine possessions, you find the end zone. I yeah. mean, it can't get much worse than that.
1: Well, we talk so much about them not running the ball and Matt not, not not wanting to run. Neither game was a blowout. They lost 21-13 and 10-3 last year. So in those two games, he threw the ball 90, 98 times. Hmm. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. And then over over the previous twenty seasons, you know, some people are still wondering why the Bears are on, you know, primetime so often this year. This is a third primetime game, I think it is, and they had a Thursday, right, a Monday, and uh, now the Sunday. So over the previous twenty seasons, the Bears are five and twelve against Green Bay in primetime games. Oh boy, yeah, another... but it's a rivalry. <laughs> yeah, it's a rivalry, all right. And I, I I've asked some Packer fans which is the bigger rivalry. Is it Bears-Packers or Packers-Vikings. And... You know, I've Hands got,
2: down. It's Minnesota, right? Yeah, I've gotten
1: answers from both sides. I mean the people that live most of the people that live here in Chicago and have Bears fans in their family. They always say the Bears, but uh you know, I'm sure if you look at it, it's probably the other way around. We come back, Jeff Dickerson. He's been he's been witness to a lot of these Bears Packers matches. Uh these Bears Packers rivalries. We will talk with him when we come back. We're here till seven o'clock. Jump on in three one two three three two three seven seven six. The Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show J.D. joins us. We come back in just two minutes here on ESPN (coughs) 1000.
0: The Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show with Fred Huebner and Brian Hanlon. Back soon. Bet on it. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000.